Hello, everybody, and welcome in to another new episode of the Boston Brawlers and Brawl Stars podcast. It is your host, as always, Money1834. Remember to check me out on all forms of social media. The Instagram is Boston underscore Brawlers. Now, before I tell you guys what we're doing tonight, I just want to give a gigantic shout out to all you guys out there. Uh, A week ago... I put up the Carl Breakdown episode, and it has gotten a outrageous amount of downloads, and when I looked at all the statistics, I'm just very humbled, and I appreciate all you guys that tune in on a frequent basis, everybody that's been following me right out of the gate from day one, and to all you new listeners out there, I hope you guys are enjoying the content enough to subscribe. And as always, we're a word-of-mouth podcast here, so uh, I want you guys to continue telling your friends and your clanmates and your family or even your boss or your supervisor at work or even tell your teacher at school. Uh, Spread the word. Let's get these numbers. Let's keep them going forward. We are still the number one Brawl Stars podcast, which is pretty crazy. And it's come to my attention recently that we have gone international and we have a good amount of people all over the world, which is astonishing to me. I think that that's unbelievably cool. And at the end of the episode, I actually got a voice message that came in today from all the way from Singapore, which is totally awesome. So at the end of the podcast, I'm going to throw that, uh, that voice clip. It's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like a, a verbal review, I guess you can say. So I'm going to throw that in at the end of the podcast so you guys can listen to it and again if you guys would like your uh, messages or questions or comments or concerns if you would like them on the air as well then you have the anchor app which is crucial because it's very easy for me to upload that right into the podcast if you have the anchor app go ahead and send me a voice message tell me what you think tell me what you like what you don't like i and i'll put it right on the air and then you guys will have a little added incentive when you're listening to the podcast and you can tell your friends like hey listen i'm on this pod so that was pretty cool. That's something to look forward to. I'm going to throw that in at the end of the episode today. And in other news, I know some of you out there aren't big fans of having the sponsors in the episode, but that is how I make some income to increase the podcast. So you guys got to hang in there with me. But we have gained, we've gotten a little bit of money now, so... I'm looking into getting a new mic in the near future, and I'm working on trying to get a nice soundboard so we can have a little more sound effects, have a little more uh, introduction-type production and uh, music for outros and intros and stuff. So these are all things that I'm looking into. As I told you guys right from day one, the plan is to grow the pod to the point where, uh, I don't know, I guess it just sounds, sounds better, I guess. I know when I listen to podcasts, I like there to be like sound bites and introduction music and stuff and just a little extra stuff so you don't just have to focus on me rambling on for a half hour. You'll have some kind of background to it. So anyway, that's what I like. So if that's something that you guys like, let me know. If it's something you actually don't like, feel free to comment and let me know as well. All right, so as you guys know, we have been traveling this long road to Leon 
and we are just about there. We can see the finish line. We got Crow and Leon left. And as you guys probably could guess, that means we're gonna do Crow next. But I'd, I'd kind of, it might be a little selfish, but I'd kind of like to drag, drag this out just a little more. So I was thinking we could uh, start doing other segments aside from the Road to Leon. And one that I had in my mind that I thought would be a good idea was I thought it'd be pretty cool to do some top five podcasts. I know you guys are thinking everybody does top fives. You can look on YouTube, you can find thousands of top fives. But I think this would be a cool idea because not only I'm not just going to do it my top five brawlers in the game or top five my personal favorites. What I'm going to do is I'm going to break it down by game mode. So I'm going to we're going to do a top five podcast today, and it's going to be all centered around gem grab. So. With that being said, now this is my first time trying this, so feedback is crucial. If you guys like it or dislike it, make sure you guys are letting me know. But for tonight, I'm going forward with it, and we're going to do a top five breakdown on Gem Grab. Now, keep in your minds, the Gem Grab map does change. Uh, the layout changes, and then some of them have the, uh, the launch pads now. I'm not going to take launch pads into consideration because they're few and far between. And then the maps, I mean, I can't really do anything about the fact that the maps change, but they're, but they're similar enough to where I feel confident in giving you guys my personal top five. And if my top five is different than your, than your top five, make sure you let me know. Let me know what you think of my list. Just go easy on me. Don't bash my list too hard because I might have some curveballs in there that you might not necessarily uh, expect. So, without further ado, let's get into the first official top five episode. Alrighty, let's see here. Now, just to paint you guys a picture of what I have. I have a list of all the brawlers printed out in front of me. And I'm looking at it and I'm putting little notes well I did earlier this evening I put down some notes on each brawler and I put like a star next to their names for how many times I use them in the game mode uh, how well like their special correlates with the mode itself and then uh, you guys will see what I'm talking about so coming in at number five now now just remember guys this is my personal list it is not going to match yours. I highly doubt my top five will match anybody else's. Okay, all right, now, all right, let's focus. Yeah, you guys gotta, uh, you gotta forgive me. It's 1 a.m., I'm a little tired, I'm a little wired, I don't know why. So I might ramble a little bit, but I'm gonna try to get, I'm gonna try to get through this in a good, timely manner. Okay, so, number five, Daryl. Now, I know you guys are thinking, oh, Daryl's not that good. Why would he be on the list? He has no range. And it is simply because it's really games, uh, game style. It's how you play with him is what makes him in my top five. Now, if you use him and you take advantage of his special with the roll, it can be unbelievably devastating. Now, when you're using Daryl, I personally use him to be the gem holder. Now remember, this is only gem grab related. It's not showdown, not heist, not anything else. Just, uh, just gem grab. So when I use Daryl and gem grab, I 
always try to be the gem holder. And it's because you can roll. And that roll, I feel, could be a little underestimated because it can get you out of some seriously tight spots. And it can also you can also use it aggressively to push up on enemies and close the gap and get right up on them and try to kill their gem holder. So he's really he's really uh, versatile. He uh, he reminds me play style wise he reminds me of how people play with Mortis, where they use Mortis to to dash up, grab the gems, and then dash away and kind of stay out of harm's way. But as you guys know, I do not like Mortis at all. I'd much rather use Daryl. I mean, the roll special, yeah, you gotta wait, and with the uh, with the nerfs, they made it recharge a little slower. But it's still very useful. You just can't you can't use it as much as you want to, so you gotta be a little more strategic when you use it. But it's still it's still great for gem grab. I still find myself using Daryl very frequently in this mode. Now, if I'm playing in a squad with some friends and they're using somebody that uh, that they want to be the gem holder with, I, I don't have a problem with it. It it, it takes the shine off him a little bit if you use him just for kind of like a defensive type guy. It still works, but just know that if you and me are playing a gem grab together, I am going to roll my ass right into those gems right from the start. So I'm going to pick up the gems and I'm going to kind of impose my will on the game and make myself the gem carrier, quite honestly. So, Daryl, I salute you, you are number five. All right, so coming in at number four, we have still one of my favorite characters in the game, even though he's been nerfed about three times already. And we haven't even, he's one of the two characters we haven't been able to do the breakdown on yet, and that is Leon. Now. Leon seems, even just saying Leon is number four out of five, it's kind of shocking even to me, but before all the nerfs he was, he before the nerfs he would have been probably number one on my list, but after the nerfs, I got to lower him a little bit, and I don't know, maybe I've just overused him to the point where I find myself going to other characters and gem grab over him, but he is still unbelievably good in gem grab so another cool thing about him is his versatility like you can be the gem holder because you have the invisibility factor and you have the movement speed on your side so you can grab the gems and then I mean how many times have we been playing in games where a Leon is the gem holder and he has the 10 and then the countdown begins and you just can't find him and it's because the little a-hole went invisible and he's sitting on your side of the map in plain sight just sitting there almost taunting you now that i mean that separates him from from pretty much every other brawler in the game the invisibility aspect is so crucial in that mode because even defensively, if you see the enemy's uh, gem holder, you see where they go, you can go invisible and you can work your way right around to them and get close enough to absolutely obliterate them. And then you can take all the gems and you have the movement speed to get the hell out of there. So, offensively, he's phenomenal with the, uh, with the invisibility aspect. And he still does good damage. They did lower it. They definitely nerfed him for sure, but he still does really good damage just not as much as before and then uh yeah defensively he's really good because you can 
you can get around the map nicely with the speed and the invisibility aspect. And you can use him for support because the damage is still there, the range is still there. So he's enough to, uh, to play really well defensively, trying to support your gem holder. So Leon comes in at number four. All right, moving on as we're getting to number three. Number three. Now this one was a tough choice. And it's because these two characters, I feel like they could be sisters, if that's not giving away too much. But I could only pick one and I feel like this isn't going to be popular, but again, this is my top five list, so back off. <laughs> my number three is Penny. Now, hold on, hold on. I know what you're thinking. If you, I mean, if you're, if you're at work, keep your voice down. Don't freak out. If you're driving, you might want to pull over, and then you can yell. But I am still a big fan of Penny. And let me tell you why she's really good in Gem Grab. And that is because she is an offensive monster. Her reload speed is pretty good for how good her shot is. I mean, you guys can go back and listen to the Penny breakdown again, but you guys know by now, she shoots the bag of gold, and when it hits the target, it spreads outwards, similar to a shotgun blast. So she can hit multiple enemies at the same time, which is great. The range on it is, is fairly decent, so you're not going to get totally outgunned and you can hold your own at the mid-range. And when I use her, I don't use her to be the gem holder. I use her pretty much for straight-up support because she has a really good time to kill and she's just, uh, re just really a really good support player. And she has good health too, so if you want, if you're feeling saucy, you can be the gem holder. I just wouldn't really recommend it. Now... Now, all right, so that's all fine and dandy, but let me, let me tell you guys the real reason. Her mortar is so good in gem grab. It is ridiculously good, actually. The fact that you can throw that thing down behind a wall for cover, you can throw it in the high grass, and it's just, it's just applying constant pressure. Every time the enemy runs in to the mine, there's always going to be a mortar flying over the top trying to hit them. And the mortar does, it does really good damage also. And then I can't even tell you guys how many times I'm going against an enemy team and they have the uh, they have the right amount of gems and the countdown starts. And my team will push up on them into their spawn trying to get them. And I'll throw down a mortar on their side and I'll just let that thing chuck shots over the top just to, just to keep the opposing team honest and keep them moving. Because if they don't, they're going to get whacked. And then, it, and then they're running all over the place trying not to get hit by it. And... That makes them easier targets for my teammates to try to take them out. So it's just you can use the mortar to your advantage. You can use it to kind of camp the uh, the gem grab, like uh, the gem mine. Like I said, you can use it to apply pressure all the way back into their spawn. Where as soon as they respawn, there's already mortar shells flying over the top, which is pretty awesome. And then she is the one character where I do have her star power. And I really like her star power a lot in Gem Grab because it allows you to throw your mine out into the open. You can throw it really close to the gem mine, totally out in the open to be shot and destroyed. Because when it does get destroyed, as you guys know, it launches out about five mortar shells 
and they just spread out sporadically all over the map. So I'm not afraid for my mortar to be destroyed because it is going to put out like a like an airstrike effect all around. So I really, really like Penny and Gem Grab. Okay, so oh and if you guys didn't know when I said that I'm choosing between two and they're kinda like sisters. The second one was uh the next one was well, that I was going back and forth with was Jesse. Jesse makes the honorable mentions. If I had a top six, Jesse would be in there. Her turret is great for all the same reasons that uh, that Penny is, but Penny edges her out just because the mortar has the range and the ability to shoot over the top of cover. So I give Penny the edge. That's why Penny made the list. And Jesse, you didn't make the list this time, so we are, but maybe in the next one. Okay, so coming in at number two, and this one was actually surprisingly easy for me when I thought it. When I was like, let me do a top five list, for some reason the first thing I came in, I was like, oh, this player is going to be number two. Okay, and it is El Primo. Now, El Primo could be up there for people's number one, and I totally get it. He's big and bulky. He has a ton of health. So obviously when you use him, you really want to be the gem holder because at level nine, I think he has, he has over 8,000 health, which is pretty crazy. Like you can basically, you can walk through pretty much anybody's three shot of attacks and you're still going to live through it, which is pretty crazy when you think about it. So he definitely comes in high on the list at number two. You definitely want to be the gem holder, uh, like I said. But just the amount of damage that he does and his reload speed just puts him way up there on the list. His reload speed is less than a second and a half, and he does the Fury of Punches. Again, if you want more information on El Primo, we do have an El Primo Breakdown podcast available for you. But, anywho, he releases the Fury of about four punches, and they do almost 500 damage per hit. So, he is a total monster on offense. And, another cool thing about him is his super works for gem grabs so well. If you run in there, or their gem holder died on their side of the map, and you run in there, and you grab all the gems, and now you have all three of them coming at you, you can use your super, and you can launch yourself way out of harm's way. Or vice versa. You're, you're charging into the enemy's spawn because they have the gems and they're hiding in a back corner behind a wall and you need to get there. You can use your super and you can launch yourself all the way over there over the top of the wall and you can just drop one hell of an elbow drop on their head. And then you can punch them about four or five times and you can kill them fairly easily. He's just so versatile in gem grab. He's definitely, he's probably the most fun for me to play with on Gem Grab. He even outduels the number, my number one player in a rank of funness, if that makes sense. Funness. Funness? That's not even a word. Um, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. I can't even think of a word I'm trying to think of. But, all right, basically, he could easily outrank the number one player if I'm just trying to have fun. Like, if I, if I don't care about potentially losing a few games, 
then I'll use him just because he's a blast. There's something about running around being a jumbo-sized boxer and just punching people that just make, that just makes me happy. I hope that's not cynical, but El Primo definitely earns his spot at number two. Now, a quick little recap. So coming in at number five on the first ever Gem Grab Breakdown Top 5, the number five player was Daryl. Sneaky sleeper pick. Probably a curveball you guys weren't expecting. Number four, we have Leon. Now, I feel like I should put a little asterisk next to Leon, saying that this is like three-time nerfed Leon. Comes in at number four. Because OG Leon is, is number one. But we don't have him anymore. So this Leon, the double asterisk Leon, comes in at number four. Then number three was Penny, the mortar, just a complete game changer and a game mode that is so objective focused and the constant pressure with the mortars flying all over the map. And then number two, we had everyone's favorite wrestler, El Primo. So. I hope that that quick little breakdown gave you guys time to try to figure out who the number one is. Hmm, what, what do you got over there with your hand up? Who do you think is the number one? Spike, you said? Sorry, that is not Spike. How about you over there? The lovely lady in the back in the nice red dress. Who, do you, who did you think the, the number one was? I'm sorry, what was that? Mortis? Okay, you need to. You can go to. Uh, you can go listen to another show. We don't. We don't fuck with Mortis over here. Not me. Not today. Not tomorrow. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. Nope. You, sir, right in the front. Yes. Wow. I can't believe you got it. The correct answer, if you couldn't hear him, was Wham, Bam. Here comes Pam. That is right. Pam comes in as my number one. Gem Grab, Brawler, and Brawl Stars. And let me tell you why. Not only does she have good range, not only does she shoot a crazy amount of nuts and bolts for bullets, not only does she have a really good reload time for her damage potential, the girl throws down a healing ring in an objective, a stationary objective game mode. Pam is a total game changer in gem grab. You can go on some serious runs when you're using her in a gem grab. And how you want to play with her is any way you want. You, you're free to play however you want. Now you're free to play however you want with any character to be fair. But when you're Pam, you can be the gem holder because you can heal yourself with your healing ring you can be defensive with her essential minigun that she's running around with shooting so she does a ton of damage and you can be the king of support players by keeping healing rings on the map for you and your teammates and whoever is the gem holder whether it's you or it's not whoever it is if you keep uh, healing rings on the fields for them it's It's ridiculously useful. It's crazy. And I feel like she would, I feel like she's kind of a popular pick, but there was definitely some big hitters on the board 
that I didn't include. Like I said, Jesse probably would have been the runner-up. And then people like using like the Shelleys and the Colts, but Pam is just on another level for me. She can just like if you like you can uh you can use like a sneaky tactic. You can kind of try to hide in the long grass right near the gem uh near the gem mine in the middle. And if they get close enough and you blast an auto shot, you can just absolutely rip anybody apart in this game. She could probably Depending on the levels, of course, she could probably three burst an El Primo if it's point blank. She has the capability to do that because she does so much damage per bolt. And if they're close enough where you're getting hit markers with every single shot, you will just rip them apart like a goddamn chainsaw. So, congratulations, Pam, for being my number one ranked brawler in Gem Grab. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed that top five list. If you did, make sure you guys are sending me a comment or sending me a DM. Or just reach out to me on any form of social media. Like I said, I'm really easy to find. The most efficient one would probably be through the Instagram at Boston underscore Brawlers. And if you have the Anchor app, feel free to send me a voice message and let me know. I mean, instead of reading it, why don't you just go ahead and tell me what you guys think. And... I can eat, I can put it right on the airs for uh, for everyone to hear if that's something that you'd be interested in. Okay, so that is gonna do it for the uh, for the episode. I want to thank all you guys for uh, for tuning in and spending some time with me. Well, like I said, whether you're at school, work, church, if you're in detention, if you're in the shower, if you're at the gym, wherever you are, it means a ton to me that you guys are taking time out of your day and you're listening to the episode. We keep growing, so make sure you guys keep on telling your clanmates, your friends, your family, your sister, your brother, your neighbor, the mailman, the UPS driver, your flight attendant, anybody that you say hi to. I mean, would it be would it be so bad? I mean, if you pass somebody, right? If you pass somebody on the street and you make eye contact, like you'll say hi, won't you? And then they'll say, hey, how you doing? And then you say, I'm good, how are you? And then they say, good. Instead of just saying, hi, how are you? Why don't you say, hi, did you listen to the Boston Brawls podcast? And then who knows, maybe they'll be like, oh, I did actually. Do you play? Why don't you join my clan and we can win some trophies together? Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, how do you know that won't happen until you try, guys? (laughs) Right? All right, anyway, so I'm signing off for the night. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Um, So the episode's going to end here. Stay tuned because I am going to include one of the fans who sent in a comment and i gotta give a big shout out because it's coming all the way from singapore which is crazy so make sure you guys stay tuned to the credits to hear that part again this is money 1834 signing off for the night thank you guys for uh for lending me your ears for this evening peace Hey, you know, what's up, Boston Brothers? Uh, so this is just a shout out from Singapore. I really like your podcast and your, like, just how friendly you sound on the podcast. And yeah, I'll give up the good work. And thank you for the content, I guess. All right, that's it. Bye-bye.